Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Horror Hut, the show where any and everything related to horror are the subjects. I'm your host, Cordell, and on this episode, I'm going to be talking about some examples of transcendental horror. I was watching one of my favorite horror films in recent years earlier today, and that's Hereditary. Um, I've seen it a gazillion times, and I'm going to see it a gazillion times more because I love it that much. <laughs> but uh, I, I enjoy horror, obviously, as a whole. But I have found that out of all the horror movies that I've seen, I'm more drawn toward the psychological aspects of horror, whether it focuses on demons, ghouls, and goblins, and witches, or just it, it's just straightforward where it is a psychological thriller, suspense, you know, something like that. Um, but I really like movies that stick with you. And Hereditary, along with a few other movies that I'm going to mention, um, like Midsummer and The Witch, those movies stick with you. And that's what I wanted to focus on. It got me thinking about transcendental horror. And it's just how the protagonist uh, enters a state of ecstatic, or enlightened union with the source of the horror that they have experienced throughout the film. And it's that's what it's known as, transcendental horror. Um, just a couple of examples. Midsummer, Danny is completely broken down by grief, dread, betrayal, drugs, just complete misfortune, and ends up becoming the queen of the pagan cult that killed all her friends and drove her completely insane. I mean, at the end of the movie, she's smiling, and that is an image that has stuck with me since I first saw it. And uh, recently, my mom and I watched it together, and she, <laughs> her mouth was open at the end of it, like, what, what was that? And my brother's watching it right now. So I'm excited to discuss it with him um, whenever I get the chance. Um, I have not seen The Lighthouse yet, but I know that The Lighthouse is directed by Robert Eggers, who also directed The Witch, which I'll get to. And it's about a young man who's tortured by his supervisor. And through that, he suffers from a lot of nightmares and just copious amounts of booze until he is finally able to reach the Forbidden Lantern that is in said lighthouse that he apparently is not allowed to go into. <clears throat> Excuse me, so I plan on seeing that soon. And of course, in The Witch, poor Thomason joins the coven of witches after witnessing the deaths of her siblings, all of them, and her father, and she's blamed for all of that and all of their misfortune by her own mother, who she then has to violently confront and ends up killing. So, I mean, after all of that suffering, she ends up joining the coven of witches that have been living in the woods surrounding their farmhouse throughout the movie. Um, and then, of course, in Hereditary, Peter ends up picking up basically where his his late grandmother left off as the lead of the satanic cult who worships Paimon, who's one of the eight kings of hell, and he is now a host for said demon. So those are just a few examples of how the protagonist is leaving behind everything that they know, everything that they loved, held dear, whether they wanted to or not, uh, for something supernatural. And it kind of got me thinking about a few more earlier examples. 
like um back like back to the body horror boom um of the 70s and early 80s eraser head now i i have eraser head and a little funny story behind that i was in um what is it barnes and noble one day with one of my closest friends and she spotted it because i told her i wanted to treat myself and she spotted it and told me that i should see it and that it was really trippy and it was one of her old co-workers who showed it to her and she was kind of lost <laughs> but was just more so like okay what was that what did i just watch and it took a few viewings i've only seen it hmm, I want to say like three times the second time it made me cry <laughs> i don't know why to this day i can't tell you what brought me to tears or moved me to tears it just i don't think i was ready i had i had saw i had seen it for the first time uh, i think like a month or so prior to watching it again with my cousin she came over to hang out one night because she was bored and so I was like, yeah, come over, we can order some pizza, or, you know, watch a movie or whatever. And I told her about it and she said she wanted to see it. But uh, moving on, <laughs> um, at the end of Eraserhead, uh, Spencer, the character, accidentally destroys that weird baby thingy, <laughs> whatever it is, and unleashes a power surge, which then in turn turns him over to the woman who's been living in his radiator and uh, the light gets really really bright and it's this static noise uh static music that just kind of just kind of fades to white and he seems to be happy to know that he's going to be in the arms of this woman who's been living in his radiator and communicating with him throughout the movie that he had been so curious about and um, another example would be Clive Barker's book series, which is six parts. It's called um, In the Hill, The Cities, and it's full of characters who achieve transcendence by embracing their destroyers. So, I mean, just, just watching Hereditary really got me thinking about how transcendental horror adds a nice touch to the climax and takes the story to just a different level, makes it memorable and harder to shake in some cases, especially like the ones I just mentioned with Midsummer, Eraserhead, and The Witch, just a few. So, and I think that what makes them so hard to shake is that we have been taught to believe in the phrase, um, no pain, no gain. And by that, I mean, it, it makes you think, is that pain that you had to go through worth the end result? So, you know, is it within your means, kind of? Is it something that you know you'd be able to get to get through? For example, um, working out to get your idea of the perfect body is going to be painful, it's going to be tedious, but the end result is going to be worth it. So that's the goal that you're trying to reach. Or if you just change your eating habits, um, which is, again, something very difficult that um, a lot of people have had to do or just have chosen to do. But the end result is that they feel better, they have more energy and things of that nature. But this is horror that we're talking about. So if you just put yourself in those situations where you went through the absolute worst and the source of all of that negative 
energy, all of those negative happenings around you was your way out, would you reach for it? That's just something to think about. <laughs> but uh, that's, yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that because um, it got me thinking about a few other examples. Um, and I, I think it's just a really cool thing to explore the, you know, the psychology of going for something that has caused you a lot of pain. Like that's been the source of your pain, but however, it's going to be the source of your freedom. It's just something cool to think about. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Har Hut podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or just leave any sort of feedback by leaving a rating. And join me next time for some fun facts about Ouija boards. <laughs>